Welcome to Money in the Air, the music podcast about neighboring rights, the royalties you earn from the public performance of your recordings and the business of music in general. Brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. I'm Andrew, a royalty consultant helping artists to collect on their value. Hi, I'm Gina Deacon. I work for Absolute Rights Management and I work with record labels and artists to ensure we claim the royalty income due to them. I'm Stacey Haber and I'm from Inside Baseball Music Publishing. Hi, I'm Tanya Oliveira. I work for Transparency Entertainment Group. I focus on World X USA neighboring rights on the performer side and rights holder side. Hi, welcome back to Money in the Air, the neighboring rights podcast brought to you by IFR, the International Association for Artists and Rights Holders. Today I'm joined by Andrew and Gina. Can we please talk about catalog acquisitions and stems and parts and fractionalized royalties? And all I really want to talk about with it is the fact that neighboring rights cannot be sold or assigned. Am I right? Is that the same in the US and the UK? I mean, I know the UK because of the Rome Convention, but how does it work when someone sells their catalog, Gina, and they want the performer royalties to go to the purchaser? They can collect the performer royalties if that's what the performer has agreed. So the performer has basically sold their right to collect the income to the new owner or the new company that is allowed that is permitted but they will never own the rights so it's just an agreement to say that the new company can collect the income on behalf of the performer but they will never own the actual rights in the recordings it's different on the rights holder side you can sell the rights so a company could take over like we're a label services company we're a rights collection company and we do collect on behalf of rights holders and then pass the income on we do the same for performers as well but likewise we will never own those rights or those royalties on behalf of our artists we just collect the income for them so at sound exchange you are not allowed to sell your performer share to your artist share as part of a catalog acquisition I actually escalated this up to Sound Exchange's legal team, and they said that these type of assignments cannot happen. So when a performer passes away, then the heirs would be eligible at that point. But if they're a part as a catalog acquisition, it won't happen. So you can't pay anybody other than the performer or the direct descendants. As a rights representative company, you could funnel the income that you receive on behalf of the performer according to a letter of direction from the performer to the new company but again exactly the same nobody can sell or transfer their neighboring rights as a performer and for the heirs which andrew mentioned they need the codicil to mention it specifically in most countries of the world that's another topic we'll go through that again another day but it's very interesting in this world of catalog acquisitions where they're buying all rights they're not really buying all rights thank you guys this was short and sweet but really really important thank you for listening as well please join us again next week and remember go and become a member of ifr hit the join now button at www.iafar.co.uk. See ya.